0: No, it's time for the Governor's Weekly Address. Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. And he's close!
1: Reezy, fire, scores!
2: Puckett swings and hits a blast! Deep left center, right...
1: No love at all, man. (laughs) No love at all. What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor, coming to you live and direct. Sports done right. Live again, Tuesday night edition. And, man, we got a lot to talk about when it comes to Minnesota football, Big Ten football. Um, You know, the big boys keep winning nationwide. Jalen Hurts doing all kinds of things. and all of a sudden the sooner's sooner's being talked about as possible champions all because of one guy but the one guy is that good um obviously man we're going to be <laughs> getting into the Minnesota Vikings um I, you know I I'm still kind of dumbfounded by it. that's what we're here to talk about that's what I'm here to ...to opine about as your sports governor in this great, great state of Minnesota. Um, you can find us on all your you know major streaming services over at XSquad... Uh, uh, ...XSquadAffiliates.com for the website. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, TuneIn Radio. We got you all covered, man. Big Mike coming in again. What's going on? Big Mo Cheese. Mr. Grits himself, Squad Affiliate dropping in as well
2: this is a podcast
1: and yeah man all kinds of people already popping in here we got sarah from minneapolis joining us gov what's up with this as you like to say bull team we're gonna get to it sarah from minneapolis you just hang in there um who else we got checking in here uh via the twitter sphere we got a couple more people we got pat over in minneapolis as well and we also have who do we got tim from menominee wisconsin what up checking us out from western wisconsin enemy territory um but but we appreciate you listening man we'll welcome everybody else um uh, keep the uh direct messages coming via twitter that's a great way to get at me at the show follow me at the big smooth one that's the number one after the big smooth on twitter sports done right w-r-i-g-h-t follow that on facebook also on instagram and like i said we're on most streaming services uh vince right here you're duly elected often re-elected sports governor because the takes are fresh um but man let me tell you something here we're going after you tonight kirk cousins we are going after you tonight and they may have to give you the stand and a count brother when the gov gets on Kim Lester out there in Las Vegas, Nevada, one of my best friends, one of my my, my dear brothers. A big, big Kirk Cousins guy. But uh Kim, we're gonna have to kind of set it straight tonight, my brother. So uh everybody else, like I said, man, thank you for popping in here, Vince Wright, the sports governor. And um what else do we got going on? I will tell you because in just <clears throat> ooh, excuse me, a couple days. I do believe we are going to have the Minnesota Twins claiming their first division championship in a long, long, long time. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. When, when real playoff baseball returns to the Twin Cities. So the, as, as of tonight, they're already up 5-0 on the Chai Sox. And, man, uh, you know, that magic number could be down to, like, six. It's They started at, I think it was at eight. And now um, just literally a couple days away from claiming that AL Central and Twins fans, did you ever think we'd be talking about this this time of the year, September 17th, about playoff baseball division champion team? Who as of now I think are still in the lead for the home run uh, Most home runs in a major league season Although the New York Yankees definitely caught up to them The Twins broke the Yankees record a few weeks ago And um, it's been on ever since uh, Other things we're going to get into tonight man A real interesting weekend in Big Ten football The Gov's going to give you some takes on uh Michigan State Maryland, obviously our Golden Gophers as well um also we're gonna have some sound from the big 10 network glenn mason over there and also some sound from mark d'antonio and um uh, ryan day over from ohio state uh what else we got coming up man nfl talk outside of the vikings uh mr brown making his debut for the pats the quarterback situation obviously man quarterbacks dropping like flies and then, yeah, we're gonna turn it into the NF, uh, NFC North, and uh, kind of take that quick spotlight, man. Because all of a sudden, Packers two and zero. Kidding me? You kidding me, right? You got to be kidding me. But no, we are not kidding you, man. So sports done right. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. Let's do this, man. Um, We are going to just take a very, very quick break. When we come back, we're going to get this show started. Um, Big Ten, we're going to get you set up with some sound here. Um, I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. And we will be right back with you. all right we are back sports done right vince right sports governor want to say what up to my main man cedric galloway and his los Angeles dodgers out there playing ball again what up to you big said uh who else we got here we have lynn we have lynn where is lynn checking in from lynn is checking in from stillwater what up gov good to hear you back Appreciate that, Lynn from Stillwater, my man, man. Appreciate that. Um, All right, man. Look, let's just get into this here, man, this Big Ten thing. Let's just jump into the Big Ten first. Now, what I've always liked to do on my show, I'm a big fan of the Big Ten Network. I'm a big fan of BTN.com in terms of the website and what they do and everything else. But let's just get right to the power rankings. Uh, This is devised by the staff over at the Big Ten Network. And then we'll kind of break it down from there. So number one continues to be Ohio State. 3-0, and obviously, um, until somebody knocks them off. Number two, all of a sudden, the Iowa Hawkeyes. And what they say here, uh, the Hawkeyes are idling, or excuse me, are idle following their fifth straight win over rival Ohio State. And man, that was a... Uh, Boy, if you're the Cyclones, you really got to start wondering, man, what had happened. Uh, a couple Cyclone uh, receivers ran into each other, fumbled the ball. Iowa recovers it and holds on to a one-point victory um, up in Ames, I should say. It can, um, you know, where you're at in Iowa City, so congrats. Nah, nah, we don't do congratulations to them. Michigan coming in at number three and... I don't know, man. I, you know, we, we talked about it a few weeks ago here. I'm just not sold on Harbaugh over there in Ann Arbor. I know why you brought him in. He brings the pedigree. He went to a Super Bowl with the 49ers. So I get that, but it's just not working out. I mean, yeah, you, you're going to win your eight, nine games a year. You're going to be ranked. Um, but when it gets time to college playoffs and big games and more, and most importantly to, you know, to the conference, they they got to beat Ohio State, man. They got to beat Ohio State. Until, that's, until that happens, and depending on that, how the rest of this season goes, because obviously they have not been impressive, barely got past Army at home in their last game, so uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, unfortunately, a team you got to start keeping an eye on yet again, the Wisconsin Badgers. They move up to number, or drop to number four in these power rankings the home team in the Michigan-Wisconsin series has won each of the last three meetings. Wisconsin-Michigan kicking off the Big Ten. Um, I think, I think uh, you know, with Jonathan Taylor back there running wild, I think Wisconsin just may do it. I hate to say that. I Trust me, I hope I'm wrong. Being the sports governor of the great state of Minnesota. But I give it to you straight, too. And that's why people like listening to the show. And I, I I hate to say it, man. Badgers just may do it. Penn State coming in at number five. Um, after it, you know, an all right, game over. Pitt, Michigan State. We got sound from Dantonio. We're gonna we're gonna play that here. Listen, Michigan State had that game. You know, yeah, the refs blew it. But as we all know in football, man, you shouldn't have been in a position to have a blown refs call affect your game and herm edwards man what he's doing down there at arizona state herm edwards herm edwards man he he's trying to run it like a pro franchise where they literally have a general manager and a vice president of football operate you know all that stuff and and he's doing it I mean, he is doing it, man. I want to say what up to Lisa from Hastings, Minnesota. She's checking in. Hey, what up, Vince? Good to hear you again. And by the way, twins are winning again tonight. Yes, they are. Jungle Brother and Big Melvin have checked in over here in the the chat room. What's going on? Um, Let me tell you something, man. Let me just finish this uh, power poll here. Uh, BTN. uh, What do we got? Michigan State number six. I got some sound here from Coach D'Antonio. Uh, what do we got in Nebraska? Number seven, lo and behold, our beloved Minnesota Gophers, number eight, we're going to talk about them and, and real shaky ground here for the home team, Maryland with uh, their first loss. They go down to number nine, Northwestern is a uh, 10 and, um, what do we got? Just kind of the also runs of the conference, Indiana, Illinois, Purdue, Purdue down there again, and they were they were hoping to have a, a, a big year and Rutgers. But let's take a look to D'Antonio because here's the thing, man. Arizona State and what Herm Edwards is doing down there is really working out. Go up, take on Michigan State, and here's what coach had to say after the game again. Um you know, field goals, miss, you know, players hurtling from the Arizona State side. Yeah, it should have been a penalty, man. But when you're Michigan State and you're playing at home, and, and not to take anything against, away from Arizona State, by the way. But, man, I got to tell you. Anyway, here's Coach.
0: I know that they reviewed it and said it. there was no foul, and then they reviewed it again, so I'm not sure. Maybe you guys have seen it. Um, but... Um, then we line up again, kick the field goal. They try and hurdle us. That should be a penalty. Call no penalty. It's not reviewable. But that's just to get the overtime. You know, there's a lot of opportunities. But prior to that, we could have won the football game. So, you know, I think that they need to take a good, hard look at the officiating. And that's all I'll say, um, because it was, in, it was, it was, there was some disputes out there.
1: And coach is right, man. But like he said, and I'm glad he put it out there. Hey, look, man, you guys got to handle business in the first four quarters. That's what you got to do. Cedric says, officially, Clay Helton is dead. Man, walk and watch Utah, Washington, and Notre Dame the next three games. Yeah. Yeah, you ain't right, but yeah, you ain't lying. Uh, What else we got here? Sarah says, Gov, I'm still picking Michigan (laughs) over Ohio State this year. I literally don't know why at this point, but I got to stay by my original pick. Hey, girl, do what you got to do, but I'll tell you what, they going to lose. They are going to lose. Um, speaking of which, man, let's go over to Coach Ryan Day. Ohio State annihilating Indiana yet again. Um, Indiana football, eh, you know, it's, 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 it's there, but... Here's uh Ryan Day, and both, uh, by the way, all this sound you're hearing it came from the Big Ten Network. So let's hear what the Ohio State coach has to say, and I'll give you my thoughts on uh, Buckeye Nation here in a quick sec. I thought, you know, to go on the road and get a win like this is the next step. It's a Big Ten win for us. I thought we ran the ball really well, uh, especially in the first half. JK ran hard, and on defense, I thought we were swarming to the ball again. I thought we were tackling well, even when they got a few plays, and we were tackling really hard. And then created some turnovers in the second half. And Uh, Special teams were solid. Obviously, the block punt changed everything in the first half. Yep, and there you go, man. I mean, Ryan Day continues to win. I mean, look, Ohio State's just solid. Once again, it's, I mean, I don't don't mean any disrespect, but it's almost like Urban Who. I mean, you know, we talk about next man up. Now, you know, next coach up. The, The cover's always stocked. And this is what you get, man. So Ohio State, I think they. this is the 25th straight year they have beaten Indiana. Um, you know, Indiana trying to put money into the facilities. They trying to dress up the stadium down there a little bit. Beautiful campus, nice place to go to school. But I just don't just don't know if uh, Hoosier football ever is going to catch on down there. Um, that's it. And that's it's it's the truth i mean my uncle went to indiana university i know a bunch of people that became hoosiers and i get it trust me i'm a gopher fan i get it man but at the same time eh, i don't know i don't know all right so i know jungle brother is so anxious to hear about minnesota the the groundhogs as mr jungle brother likes to call them. Yeah, Jungle Brother. Ooh. Mr. New York Nick man. But I do I do like Jungle and I appreciate what he does. And he he has fun little shows. Hey, hey, oh, by the way, fun show today too, Jungle Brother. You did a great job with the list, but you gotta get uh you gotta get my man uh Tyler Johnson on that list, man. And you're about to hear why Jungle Brother. I'm glad you're tuning in let's go to some more btn sound now look our golden gophers took on georgia or uh yeah georgia southern excuse me uh the eagles did a phenomenal job they got talent they run a triple option which confuses a whole bunch of defenses i don't care what conference you're in and they got some players and they got some players so when you're a team like the Gophers, you know, a lower echelon to mid-echelon big Ten team, you can't take a Georgia Southern, a South Dakota State, Jackrabbits team, and definitely not a Fresno State team. A Fresno State's usually, you know, again, usually ranked top 25, 35 type of team in most years. You can't take them teams for granted, man. So, while I was out there tailgating and meeting my constituency over some brewskis and some morning mimosas and a little bourbon, us Gopher fans knew the truth. Watch the game. Watch the game. So, uh, here's uh, the, the Gophers, the Big Ten Network, and what they had to say about the game here, and I'll be right back in converting a third and 30 situation he hits Rashad Bateman 25 yards there Morgan threw for two real quick on this and I'll start this over I'm sorry I should have introduced I hit the wrong clip but uh Gophers on the last drive are down by what is it four points all of a sudden it's 32 28 they've blown this game somehow some way they get the ball back uh, they get okay field position but in the first three plays they go backwards to get a third and 30 i think what's on their own five or ten yard line and somehow they convert it so what you're hearing they're describing the last drive leading up to the touchdown catch by the uh, all conference wide receiver converting a third and 30 situation he hits rashad bateman 25 yards there. Morgan threw for 289. Tyler Johnson was enormous in this game. Morgan buying some time, finding Johnson down to the one. And then on second and goal, it is Morgan to Johnson. His third TD grab of the game. And the Gophers do figure out a way again to pull out a narrow win. P.J. Flex team hanging on. 35-32. We have winners on this football team and they find ways to win. Wasn't pretty. We've got to continue to play better, but there's something to be said for how we're winning. Yeah. Well, there's something to be said. Now I'll, here's what I'll give you. Gopher teams of the past would have lost these games. They would look, they really would have, I know this, this is a, some bullshit wins. Don't look pretty. And I know when people hear hyphenated schools or schools with Southern or, you know, Western, the directions in, in their name. But what people also got to realize, and I want to say what up to brother RC from Duluth, Minnesota, uh, my main man, Minnesota Mafia. But look, man, football talent goes a lot deeper than it used to be. Okay. We talk about North Dakota State up here a lot. No people that went to school there, had friends that played there, and we see the dominance. And what people don't realize of a certain age group, North Dakota State's dominance goes back to when I was in high school and college. They were winning championships back then. You know, South Dakota State, good team. Georgia Southern, good team with skilled players and talent at the skill positions. That's what I took away from watching these guys play live. They got a good quarterback down there running things. They got good receivers and for the most part they played some fundamentally sound ball. They blocked a field goal and ran it back for a what, 75-yard touchdown. They sacked our quarterback Caused him to fumble Recovered it Scooped it up Ran it back 40 plus yards For a very late touchdown That should have sealed the game for him But go for nation I tell you what It's the third game in a row Where these guys come down To literally the last drive Or interception In Antonio Winfield Jr.'s case Out in Fresno State And look man A win's a win So just take it and roll with it. I get it. Huge issues. And I'm about to talk about this bull offensive line, which I'm right now calling the worst offensive line in the Big Ten. I'm calling it. And here's what it says about your Gophers in the Big Ten uh, website in the Power Poll. The Gophers sorely need the buy following a third straight dramatic win. They absolutely do because they're spent. Your starting quarterback goes down, he's going to be gone most of the year if not all the year. Now, this offensive line, I look, these guys are enormous. These guys look like the New York skyline standing next to each other. And filet Fal- Fal- or whatever his name is on the outside, the the, the youngster, 6 foot 8 400 plus pounds and this guy gets pushed around like i have not ever seen a guy of that size get pushed around before and the sports governor of minnesota can't have that this offensive line should be i don't look i'm not gonna say dominating but in these first three games where they're going up against a much undersized defensive lines or maybe that's the secret go go a a little smaller so you're a little quicker are getting blown out the water and if that's going to continue to happen any hope that we had of any type of run at any type of western division anything is gone gone because right now like i said you got wisconsin heating back up northwestern has won what 17 of their past 18 games nobody ever talks about them because they're northwestern northwestern won the big 10 west by four games last year nobody ever talks about them they're still out there we're gonna see what scott frost does down in nebraska but then there's iowa with the yet again a steady quarterback Coach that's been there forever, you just play the system when you're in Iowa City. Just do what coach tells you, and somehow they win games. So, Gophers, yeah, they need the buy, all right. (laughs) Trust me, they need the buy. But they got to figure out the offensive line. Defense coming around. Defense coming around. But... uh, that offensive line got to go, man. Got to go. All right, let's do this. We're going to take a very quick break so I can get some other sounds set up. When we come back, it's NFL time. It's Minnesota Vikings. A.B. down in Miami scoring his first TD for Tom Brady in his hometown. Man, we're going to talk NFL. We got the Raiders coming in. And all of a sudden, man, Kirk Cousins is being... Literally run out of Minnesota. I hope, hey, you Kirk Cousins, man, don't look at anything. Newspapers, Twitter, Facebook, whatever it is, if it has a screen, man, don't look at it. Focus on your lovely family and children. But the sports is going to have to set it straight. My main man, Kim Lester, you out there in Las Vegas, he's a big Kirk Cousins backer. But Kim, my brother we about to get into it so um keep it tuned and when we come back listen i don't normally you know we we talk about kind of mainstream sports talk here not a big fan of like the morning shows but i do got some sound i was i was watching the other day Mike Florio uh NFL talk very very uh <laughs> well for lack of a better term interesting take on the um Minnesota Vikings so when we come back we're going to get into that and keep it tuned here we will be right back
2: ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen hear me and hear me good. good if you like sports if you like sports then you like the wait a minute show if you like comedy then you like the wait a minute show if you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the wait a minute show. So join me Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. With your host, Jelani, JB Bodie. JB And of course, my man Lopan on the wait a minute show.com. Ain't that right, Lopan?
0: are in and it's official he's minnesota's number one sports color commentator (laughs) the people got it right and now it's time for you to get your sports done right with the governor of sports talk the honorable vince wright now let's get back to the show
1: What up, y'all? A little controversy in Minnesota. The quarterback, one and only Kurt Cousins. Oh, what we gonna do with you, Kurt? What we gonna do with you, Mike? I don't know either, but... Let me just get to this sound here real quick because uh, we got an abbreviated show tonight. I got some stuff I got to get uh, done um, for some other projects that uh, you will be hearing about here very shortly. Uh, Mike Florio, who, as RC has pointed out in our chat room, and oh, by the way, I want to say hi to Kim in Hopkins, Minnesota. Thank you. She's a regular listener and interactor on Twitter with the SportsGov, so appreciate you coming through. Um, Mike Florio, big Vikings fan, by the way, NFL Talk. I thought he kind of hit it, net, you know, head on. You know, we being in the podcasting realm, we don't like to give those mainstream guys a lot of credit, but I thought he hit it right on. So here's what he said then. Gov's going to give you his thoughts before we get out of here tonight on the Minnesota Vikings and this Green Bay Packer game. And they chart all the plays, and they look at the decisions they made in the second half. Yeah, You know, the
0: first half they're down 21-0. Did they abandon the run? No. And Dalvin Cook hit a home run. Yes, right. In the right, running game. Right. They had that same kind of desperation in the second half that we saw from the Panthers on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Where they feel like they're one play away from winning the game, even though there's still plenty of time left. And they just keep going. Run the
1: ball. For it. Run the right. ball. Get back to what is working. They feel like that this one Kirk Cousins throw is going to cause the, the the green seed apart yeah. and they're going to be handed the Super Bowl championship. Right. I mean, I feel like they got away from they did. what they want to do. And Mike Zimmer's got to be upset about that today. Ooh. I couldn't have said it better myself, man. Listen. We're not going to talk about the $85 million guaranteed. We all know what that is. Let's talk about the, the play of this quarterback, and can he lead a team when it matters in games that if, ooh, I almost went off, almost went off, but in games where it damn well better matter. Because I have no faith in Kirk Cousins right now. I have no faith in Kirk Cousins right now. I I, I know he has some talent. I know he can make some passes. But again, we have told you, a lot of those yards that they bragged about when they signed this dude was in garbage time, was in time where they were um, you know coming back trying to come back and win games so they were had nothing no choice but to throw big ben joining us from dallas texas host of the bs3 sports and music show i'm telling you guys make sure you follow him spreaker uh, wherever you're listening to streaming services Appreciate you coming through. And uh, Ben is a, a, a guest and a, a very valued guest on our show. So thank you for coming through, uh, partner. Um, RC says, well said, but cousin still has to make some plays to keep t- teams honest. But he's not capable. That's what I'm saying, man. Is this dude capable of doing this on an elite level? N- answer's got to be no right now. Oh, they longing for Case Keenum Longing for Case Keenum back here I don't know what he was thinking You know, I'm not Look, I don't even care about the stats I was sitting there uh, I, I got home a little late from work Had to do some stuff, man And, you know, I'm sitting here Trying to print these stats out I said, you know what? Excuse the language, man Fuck the stats This dude can't make a play It seems when it counts. Now, that interception, when all you should be doing is running the ball, that has to go on the coaching staff, Zimmer. And they're going to roll this dude out, and he doesn't have the quarterback IQ to just toss it and let that ball become a souvenir up in the stands. He tries to, to get it in there. Where there's no getting it in there at all. I mean, there's there's no way that guy's catching it. And intercepted. Signing Kurt to that money was a reach. Might cost the general manager his job. And if he keeps playing like this, it, it will. It will. Spielman be gone. So will Zimmer, maybe. Who knows? But we're talking right now. Because, look, Green Bay... A, Look, man, I hate to say it, but you got to give credit where it was due. They came out and they did what they had to do. And that was send the message to the Vikings early. And I was live tweeting. I was on the social media. And Vikings fans, we were ready to check out until Dalvin Cook rescued us. And if he can stay healthy, I mean, we all know what he can do. You know, so he busts off, what, the 75-yard touchdown run or however long it was, gets it to 21-7. Then all of a sudden we get, then we claw our way back into it. But a touchdown gets taken away uh that Diggs had. Then Diggs gets another touchdown and whatever, decides he wants to start taking that right in the end zone, take his helmet off and start jawing with the fans over in Green Bay. <laughs> And you can't do that. You can't do that. So what does that do? Pushes uh, the extra point back even further. All of a sudden it's like, what, a 40, 45-yard extra point? And this is what you're missing, Vikings fans, that the sports governor, Vince Wright, is going to tell you because of the bullshit play of our quarterback. Nobody's talking about a bull crap kicking game that we had. Another missed extra point. Another missed field goal. The kickers should be thanking Kirk Cousins. The kickers should be, they should be at a a big steak dinner with, with Kirk Cousins right now, buying him one because his mistakes covered up an awful kicking performance yet again by the Purple. So, but we'll digress from them to get back on the main topic here. The, the, listen, man, this is all sports related. Kirk Cousins is a good. Dude, all that stuff outside the lines seems to have a nice family, does all the charity work. And by the way, I love Kirk Cousins at Michigan state love when he was busting up Notre Dame, but he's an average quarterback who through circumstances and timing was able to get that contract. RC says Dig should have mooned him out a lot, Randy Moss. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I was hoping somebody would have recreate the Randy Moss little butt bump there on the in the end zone. And yeah, we'll, well, we're getting to the referee in here. Uh, too many on both sides. Yeah, too many penalties. Uh, Vikings, almost 100 yards in penalties. That cost them as well. But. Kirk Cousins man Yet again Big time setting Cannot make it happen Just can't And you got people Talking about bringing in Mannion The quarterback uh, Backup quarterback You've never heard of Slaughter You know No no That ain't gonna happen I told you in my last show Or a couple shows back The key is He's gotta be a look he's got to be our trent dilfer call it whatever the heck you want to call it man he's got to be our game manager and notice throws 10 times wins i'm not saying obviously an nfl quarterback's going to throw 10 times every game of course but if he can manage the game where we don't have to rely on him and that's where the offensive line in that running game comes in there may be hope yet but if you're going to rely on Kirk Cousins to go out there and, you know, Patrick Mahomes you, and there will be games where he'll have big yardage. But will those games be against sub-500 teams or will those games be against the Packers? Will those games be against good teams, Um, you know, that they play? Oh, we were so happy after that Atlanta game. RC says, keep them under 20 passes a game. Run it 30 times and lean on the defense. That's why RC is RC. You know, RC likes, he's kind of like the Wizard of Oz here in Minnesota. He likes to stay behind the curtain. Doesn't like to draw too much attention to himself. Because I'm always like, dude, you should come on the show. You should have a podcast, Uh, you know, get into a box. I mean, he's the boxing aficionado, love talking fights with him. I'm a big boxing fan myself, as you know, but he's right. I mean, he just kind of hit it out the ballpark with that and props to you, sir, because I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more under 20 passes under 20. If he, if he throws the ball 15 to 20 times, all right, because right now all it is, is just kind of screen passes, all that stuff. Got to get back to going downfield. Had a couple nice tosses. He can make some throws. But it just seems to kind of one step forward, two steps back, man. Because that interception was just god-awful. God-awful. I just don't get it. And I see Miss Mocha Bella's name in the chat room. If I missed you, Mocha, I'm so sorry, sweetheart. Thank you so much. The one and only Mocha Bella. Roma from Miami. The queen of Dade County, as I like to call her. So back, back to the uh, situation at hand here. I just, I, you know, I don't know. I had our Vikes man at 11 and 5. You know, I don't know. I I just I I don't know. Diggs, he's got to kind of keep his head in the game. You know, we've seen you know we've seen you know glimpses of our of our uh, all pro wide receivers. But here's something very interesting, and let me get this up here. This comes from Vikings dot com. Um. I'll just read it here talking about Diggs and Thielen for a duo as productive as Diggs and Thielen were in 2018. uh, So far in 2019, I'm paraphrasing here, by the way, um, these guys have had one touchdown on 20 targets in two games, one touchdown, 20 targets, two games. Um, They got the Raiders coming into town. Raiders have allowed the most passing yards recently. Um, so this this could be a very good opportunity for everybody to kind of, you know, change the narrative a little bit, a little bit, and because of the way the state and, and this region, you know, Vikings fans all over North and South Dakota, Western Wisconsin, you know, from from what I'm hearing, man, a lot of people are really in desperate mode already. Now I get it, dude. It's two games, Gov. And again, this is sports done right. With yours truly, the sports governor of Minnesota, Vince Wright. But people are really worried about this quarterback situation, man. And, you know, hey, I'll I'll give, here's what I'll give Cousins credit for. He comes out, he says the right things. It's good God-fearing man. He comes out, yep, he's got, I got to play better. Um, This is on me all that, and I appreciate that, but, you know, here on just a sports talk show, we just talk about the situation, again, nothing personal with the dude at all, this is all sports, and that's what makes it tough, though, I mean, he he's a very likable dude, but he just cannot get it done in the big games, in the games where it matters most, in the games you gotta have, And look, I hope I am wrong. I hope I can come back here and in three months and say, yep, remember that show we did back in September where we pounded on this dude? He showed the gov. I hope we can say that Vikings Nation. But let me tell you something. I'm not holding my breath as of right now. Uh, Make sure you uh, check out my cohorts. Uh, I am proud to be a contributor on purpleptsd.com sister site of vikingsterritory.com and I'm going to have my latest Vikings throwback article up a little later this week so stay tuned for that over there um, also I want to say what up to my friends over at the North Star Sports Podcast uh, what up big Maddie G and Justin make sure you're checking that show out as well the North Star Sports Podcast another show I co-host and of course the the rock that started at all sports done right again, Tuesday night edition. I appreciate you all coming through here. So um just to kind of finish up here, we like I said, now we got the Raiders coming in. Um, you know, a winnable game. Vikings, a little different team when they're playing at home. But here's the thing they gotta get out to a, a very quick start because this it I hate to say it, man. It's it's it you know, it's almost like a powder keg. You know, that fuse leading to that stick of dynamite that's about to blow. And if the Vikings offense comes out and stinks it up or or sputters or whatever, and he doesn't look good, man, it is going to get ugly in the Twin Cities, in Minnesota, and for all Vikings fans around the world. And I hate to tell you that, but it's true, man. So we need Kirk Cousins to come around right now you know the Raiders got a little bit happening on their offensive side of the ball you know um, Vikings.com they even say it here Uh, Raiders offense has talent some of that talent is injured And, you know, they're they're looking to kind of prove a point too. now that A.B.'s out of their hair. I'm going to talk about A.B. here in a quick second. You know, they want to prove that they can win football games, A lot riding with the Raiders. And, you know, they're moving down to Vegas next year. Um, You know, they'll they'll get a little bit of a honeymoon there. But Vegas is going to be a destination for visiting teams as well. And if they go down there and start sucking, it's going to be like what you're seeing out there at the Chargers, uh, that little soccer stadium where there's more visiting fans than home fans. Broncos boy in the house, what up, sir? Bears come back and find a way to take it, the Broncos team there. And that's the other thing, too. Now the Packers 2-0. Uh, Tied with the Bears. Um I mean, it's going to get interesting. It is going to get real interesting because let me pull up their schedule real quick here before we get on out of here and I get into my A-B talk. So um, one and one got Oakland coming in and then you get a, a fun little stretch at Chicago in week four on the 29th. Then you have something interesting. Then they go out to the New York football Giants. Um, east rutherford new jersey and now as we now know new york is uh, starting a new quarterback the rook then daniel jones gets the start so depending on what happens this week vikings might be looking at a, a little different look new york giants in week five then you got the eagles week seven detroit week eight washington and week nine a uh, big tilt November 3rd down in Kansas city. And Oh, by the way, after that week, you got the Dallas Cowboys at home. So it's, you know, not, not an easy schedule by any means. It's an interesting schedule because they got to take advantage of this Oakland, you know, Oakland team and go two and one. And, you know, Bears definitely beatable, but you know, they might be heating up. Um, And just so you know, got Green Bay coming in here week 16. Chicago's in here the following week. And the Vikings, all Vikings have a December tilt with the Chargers out in L.A. And hmm, may have to maybe take a little jaunt out there on the weekend. Uh, They also play in week 13. They're at Seattle. So um, a lot of tough football coming up. And that's all I got to say about it, man. Kirk Cousins got got to get going, man. Got to get going um, because this thing is about to get real ugly. If they come in, if Oakland comes in here and wins this game, unless he goes 30 for 31, 600 yards, you know who they're pinning it on. And that's a lot of pressure. Dude's under a lot of pressure. He knows. I mean, he ain't He knows. Big Cedric Galloway, LA sports fan extraordinaire, says Chargers don't have a fan base in LA. They shouldn't, never should have left San Diego. Thank you. Thank you. We've been saying it here for years. In 19, I think it was 1960 or 1961, a football team came to Los Angeles called the Los Angeles Chargers. They played 1 year there because the Rams were there also, boy, just like it is today. Very interesting. And they left for San Diego because guess what they said back then? LA doesn't can't won't support two football teams. Hence they became the Chargers of San Diego. You go out to that little soccer stadium. It's more visiting fans than Charger fans. Um, They're going into the new stadium at Inglewood. Got an aging quarterback. Still producing, but an aging quarterback. About to get real interesting. Jungle brother in our chat room here. Sounds like I'm at a damn fundraiser. All this optimism for the Vikings going forward and the Groundhogs. finding a way to win. Over teams with no scholarship players, shaking my damn head. That's Jungle Brother for you. Again, he's a Knicks fan now. So, you know, that kind of, yeah, exactly. Um, Broncos laughing at Jungle. I'm telling you what. Hey, man. However, my Gophers, your groundhogs get a victory. It's a victory. They're 3 and all. Should they be 0-3? Quite probably. But they ain't. And like I said, in years past, they would have been 0-3. So we will take it. Jungle Brother, the pod father, the one and only. The guy that gave us or gave me the name Gov. So you know, I really I really appreciate his thoughts on sports. But you know, Jungle Brothers a bomb thrower and he's always talking shit about our Minnesota teams. But that's all right. We love you, Jungle. First lady just walk in, she says what up to everybody. We here in the Situation Room. All right, man. Listen, I thank you all for popping in here tonight. Oh, A.B. A.B. Got, got to New England like the Gov told you, right? You saw me all over Facebook putting that little meme out there with Belichick. And, you know, I I just knew it was going to happen. Okay, cool. And then all of a sudden the feet don't hurt and all this stuff. Look, man... Uh, you know i was listening to some of the shows today like they were saying you notice he ain't complaining about any helmets anymore he's with new england and if you can't get with that program lord help you man because i mean it's still pretty much tied up on the stick for you so oh what can you do man what can you do but anyway he scores his first touchdown he's all good and um I I, I personally, I just think they're on their way to the Super Bowl again. And A.B. just might get a ring out of all of this. So, all right, y'all have a very, very good night. I'm going to get on out of here. Got some stuff to take care of for all of us, namely the rights. My wonderful family, the sports governor of Minnesota here in the great state of Minnesota. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you. And Jungle Brother, my friend, we're going to end it with yo song that you have christened me the sports governor with. So y'all take care. I'm out of here. Peace. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Sports done right.